Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the U105 phone in. Good morning. I want to speak to SDLP Deputy Leader and MLA Nicola Mallon. Uh, Nicola, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Uh, Nicola, you're very well known as a, a politician. You're also a mom, and uh, indeed, mm-hmm. we've spoken before. Uh, I think when your new baby, or your latest baby, was was just born, but your your baby sort of making the headlines a bit today because of people trolling you on Twitter. I'm just looking at some of the comments that have been made. You you took the youngster with you to a meeting with the Secretary of State, mm-hmm. and people are saying this is uh, unacceptable. Uh, one person saying. Um, you're being paid to represent us as an MLA. How can you conduct your uh, work properly if you have a hungry infant in tow? Stop acting like a bimbo and grow up. Another one saying, anyone, be it male or female, who takes a child into the workplace environment, totally unprofessional. Not only is the person taking the child into the workplace distracted, but so are your colleagues. And we'll not get started on health and safety issues. Very unprofessional. Uh, interesting, both coming from males and the work. There were others as as well. How how, how hurtful is is that, Nicola? Well, normally, Frank, um, when you get abuse on social media, I tend to just ignore it. But it was the very clear, you know, accusation that as a mother with the baby, um, that I was incapable of doing my job, and that other women are incapable of being both mothers and being good at their job. Um, I tweeted it out just as an example to let other people see the kind of misogynistic abuse women in politics and in public life have to put up with. Uh, And I never, ever expected the response. And I've been heartened by it. But it's also very clear that it has struck a chord. And of all the responses that I got back, there was a couple of women who sent me this quote. And I really think this captures the wider problem. And it's that women are expected to work like they don't have children and mother like they don't work. And I think that that's very, very true. Um, We're told that breastfeeding is good for babies. We're told that bonding with a parent and a mother is critical for a baby's development. Um, And as an MLA, you don't get any maternity leave. So, you know, like other MLAs, I have to make a choice. Do I stay at home at this critical phase with baby Emmett and not serve my constituents? Or do I leave Emmett for eight nine, maybe sometimes more hours a day and go and serve my constituents. And I try to do both. And, you know, I am very lucky because a lot of women, you know, don't get the chance to to take their baby with them. And, and it's not perfect and it can be stressful. But I think that honestly, if anybody looks, I think the one thing that they couldn't accuse me of uh, is not trying to do my job. Is there a suggestion, however, in the way you're treating your little baby that... 
at some point in the future you're accepting that it would be unacceptable to take the child to work during breastfeeding and not having the maternity not having the time off on maternity leave that other workers would have seems completely understandable but would you accept that if I was to look around and two or three mothers or indeed fathers were to bring their children to work other staff would be disgruntled well I think that we need to look wider at family friendly workplaces Um, you know you, there are some professions where it's just not possible if you're a surgeon or there's a whole range of things. Um, but I think that we need to look at making workplaces more family friendly. So I always make the point, if you look at Parliament, be it Stormont, um, be it Leinster House, be it Westminster, all of these places have bars, right, where people can sit and drink, but not one of them has a crash. And we need to look, because in politics, for example, if we're serious about attracting people into the profession, males and females of all ages, uh, including those of childbearing age, then we need to be serious about trying to accommodate that. And I think that that benefits both the profession, the people in it, and it benefits the child. So when I look, I see other companies who are being progressive on this, you know, are providing family-friendly facilities or providing flexibility for people. And they say that they see an increase in the productivity of their workforce and that they benefit as a company. So for me, it's a win-win. And we need to be looking very seriously at it because at the minute, we're not really doing any of that. And then if you look at childcare costs, they're absolutely crippling working families. Do you mind me asking you, when you got to the meeting with the Secretary of State, did the little baby go the whole way into the meeting or did you have an assistant with you who looked after the baby for a short time while you were in the cut and thrust of the face-to-face with Julian Smith? No, so what happened was that I informed the Secretary of State in advance that I would be bringing Emmett to the meeting. That wasn't a problem. Um, I brought Emmett in. He was very quiet. I set him on the floor um, and I had some toys and he just sat playing quietly at my feet. Um, and we sat facing the Secretary of State across the table and we had a very good, uh, a very productive and a very frank and direct meeting. Um, so Emma didn't hinder it in any way. The only difference was that when I brought him in, the Secretary of State was over talking to him. You know, it was lovely having a baby in the room. It changed the atmosphere for a bit. But when we get down to business, we absolutely get down to business, whether Emma was there or not. And what do you say to, and, and they are men, they're certainly coming across as men, they claim to be men who are on, on Twitter who feel that your, your full focus is not on your job if you have the distraction of the little boy? Well, they need to wise up. And for any of those people who feel very strongly of the view that I couldn't possibly do my job with my baby in tow, they can come and shadow me like any day of the week. Come with me, come with Carla Lockhart, uh, Claire Hannah. There's a whole range of MLS with young children. And you'll see how hard they work uh, and how they try their best to be good mothers at the same time. And they should be supported in doing that. They should not be attacked. There's one other question I do want to ask you totally separately from this. I'm going to go to Kelly Armstrong because Kelly Armstrong is going to be talking about uh, you bringing the baby to to work as well. And it's just a a question I want to put to any public representative that I do speak to this morning. And it has to do with this weekend story of the wedding in Carrickfergus where sectarianism was very much central to the the wedding. Should we be worried or concerned about that? Or is that just a, a, a group of people who are entitled to do as they please in the privacy of their own wedding? 
Well, I think that anybody who is on the ground can see that we are in danger of slipping back. Um, certainly those people who get on at that, at that at the wedding, it was totally uh, appalling and unacceptable. But I do think that when we have such a divisive political atmosphere, when we have such extreme language and rhetoric, you know, uh, being thrown across at opponents um, when we're capitalising on dividing people rather than bringing them together. We have to understand as politicians that that has ramifications and that that will seep out. So I do think that we need to be concerned um, at the increase in polarisation of our society here because we've done a lot to try to get us to this point and we should be doing everything we possibly can to stop ourselves from slipping back. It's shocking to, when you hear it, the, the hatred in the room, the hatred coming across from the people who are singing. Well, I just can't understand. I mean, I've been to plenty of weddings. You go to weddings, you enjoy yourself, you relax. The last thing that people should be wanting to do is to chant sectarian songs or, or hateful songs. So I just personally, I can't understand it. But I do think we need to get real as a society. We do have a problem with sectarianism uh, and we haven't properly got to grips with it. And one final question in relation to the baby. Um, little Emmett, is that his name? Emmett? That's, yeah, Emmett, Is Emmett going to be at work in the near future with you or is that, is that a one-off? Um, no, well, I would imagine, you know, um, I will have to put him into to crash through time. Um, at the minute, him and I are just trying to balance things, um, but it's not, it, just for me, it, it, it can be stressful, so there will come a point in the very near future where I'll, I'll just, like my other children, uh, and like most parents out there, we'd have to put him into a crash full time. Okay, and Nicola, really appreciate you coming on to talk about it. Uh, Kelly Armstrong is uh, another politician with a different party, but I think very supportive of, of Nicola on this, Kelly. Absolutely, Frank. Um, I'm a mummy too. Um, I've been in many, many meetings with Nicola and Emmett, and to be honest, it's a breath of fresh air actually being able to concentrate on work, knowing that a mum is able to join in the conversation and not be hindered by the thought of childcare or worrying about what's happening at home. I have no issues. I brought my daughter to work several times whenever she was tiny. Um, I have no issue with it at all. And as Nicola has said, family-friendly working environments is something that we should aspire to. I have no problem with any constituent who brings their family into my office. And I have no problem now when my 16-year-old daughter is in the office and she makes somebody a cup of tea um, because she's at that age. But when she was tiny, I had the potty sitting at one side of where my community transport bus was and, and I was sitting on the other side and, and on we got on with it because it meant then, as Nicola has said, as a mum, I was able to be at work, concentrate on my work and not worry about what was happening at home. Um, and I think that it's commendable that Nicola is doing what she's doing. Um, there are other MLAs who bring their children to work. It causes no issue whatsoever. We've had some very detailed and technical discussions um, as part of the talks process with children in the room and it has caused no issue whatsoever. With regards to the child being in the the, the room, uh, it seems to be pretty prevalent with MLAs as you've uh, as you and Nicola have both both said. Is there not a suggestion there that MLAs, female MLAs, are very much disadvantaged by the maternity leave not being bestowed upon them? Is is that is that in itself uh, not against employment legislation? 
Well, the the people of Northern Ireland employ us. We don't have a direct employer um, and we don't have maternity leave. We don't have sick leave. And I know at this stage when the Assembly isn't sitting, not too many people would be, um, you know, a sympathy for that. But it is something that we have to consider our children. Um, thankfully that the Assembly did have a rule where the working hours were more managed so that, you know, the, the Assembly day could stop unless we all agreed in the Assembly to extend it. It would normally end around 7 or 8 o'clock at night but being an MLA means that you're on call basically 365 days a year. People can reach you by phone, they can contact you through your constituency office, by email, through social media. Um, So you have to be available for people anyway whether you're a father or a mother. Um, So you know, it would be lovely to have maternity leave, um, but we don't have that at this stage. Um, if there was a mechanism whereby your constituents could be represented by, you know, someone else during your period of maternity leave, so there's no um, drop in service, that would be fantastic. But we don't have that. Um, none of the legislators have that at the moment. So it's disappointing that that's not recognised. But we can do what we can. And at least with the Assembly, we do have the opportunity um as, as you need to, you know, especially if you're a breastfeeding mother, being able to bring your child with you. Not other employers are that family friendly and it's time we had a look and see how we can facilitate working families so much better. And as Nicholas said, creches are one of the ways forward. Yeah, I'm going to come to that in a second. I just want to clear up one thing. You said you don't get sick leave as an MLA, but surely if you're off sick, if, you, if you've got a, you know, if you have a bad virus for a couple, a couple of weeks and you're in bed for those two weeks, you get fully paid for it. We do get fully paid for it and the public would be right to expect us to give a full service during that time so you can't just lie down to anything. There have been MLAs over the years who have been extremely ill with different um, issues and they've had to work through. Um, I remember Jimmy Spratt who was the chair of the old Department of Regional Development Committee and during his chemotherapy treatment he chaired that committee very well. So there are those MLAs who do have to go through significant illnesses but I have to remain in work being paid, you know, for somebody who is very ill, you know, I think sometimes you would just like to take to your bed for a couple of days to get rid of whatever it is, but you don't have that option. And to get back to the crash idea, but very strong argument put from Nicola that there should be, for, for example, I, I work here in, a, in an eight-storey building and I think there are five, six different firms within the eight, the eight storeys. A uh, lot of young people, I'm sure a lot of young parents uh, work, work among us. It could be argued that the, the bottom floor could be, could be a crash or part of it could be a, a, a crash. Um, maybe it would be something that they could all subscribe to or is it it's something taken out of your salary to go to go towards it uh, would it be a good idea I'm sure there's a lot of people saying it, it would be an excellent an excellent yeah. idea but but this is the crucial thing if some of the staff decided they were going to take their children anyway to this eight story building and began to take them in and they're in the lift or they're in the little shop downstairs or they're in the coffee docks and then they're in the office and you know more start to do it and it starts off with two or three and then 20 or 30 and suddenly it's like you know it's, it's like a child a, a children's environment which which it was never intended to be but Frank, that's that's taken the thing that, that parents aren't reasonable and sensible people. You know, when Nicola comes along to meetings, there are places, for instance, in the Northern Ireland Assembly, if we were up and running, that Emmett wouldn't be allowed into, for instance, the Assembly Chamber, unlike Westminster, where they are actually allowed in it. Um, but, you know, 
you work hand in hand with your employer, you work hand in hand with employees to make sure that reasonable, whatever's reasonable and practical and health and safety does have to be taken into consideration. So I don't all of a sudden see workplaces becoming like an extension of the family home. I see it as somewhere where parents, if they need to, um, are welcomed to bring their children when it's appropriate and suitable. And to be honest, as a working mum who breastfed, I wouldn't want to be sitting around every meeting table with my wee one whenever she was maybe very grumbly or cutting teeth or something. So, you know, we have to realise that we need to be family friendly and employees are not silly. Mums are going to work with their employers. In fact, they're only too grateful to work with an employer who's going to be flexible with their needs. So I don't see workplaces all of a sudden becoming like massive crashes, but having a crash somewhere very close to hand means that you will have improved turn up to work and you will have people who are not thinking with half of their brain what's happening at child minders or what's happening at home because their child would be nearby if there's any problems. And finally, that other issue that we're covering this morning, how depressed were you when you saw a local wedding celebrate with sectarian chanting? Do you know what, Frank? I, I, I saw it at the weekend and I could not believe my eyes that in this day and age, um, a room full of people, now it appeared that there were some in the, in the, the crowd that weren't comfortable with what was going on, but that just has to say an awful lot to us as a society that there's a group of people that still think that that type of thing is appropriate. Um, it may have been tongue-in-cheek. It may have been more deliberate. I'm not sure. Um, I'm glad to say that the hotel distanced themselves from it. That's not appropriate. No matter what, you know, whether it's it's that type of chanting or, or more Republican type of chanting, um, when it's when it's taken against anyone else, that, that has to be seen as... as a form of hate crime and I'm, I'm glad that Judge Maranan is looking at the hate crime review at the moment and will be considering whether these sort of things um, should be included or not. I appreciate there was a private function but there was staff from the hotel there and I feel for them completely that they were stuck in that situation. Okay, uh, Kelly Armstrong, thank you very much indeed. Kelly Armstrong from the Alliance Party. Uh, this is the U105 phone in 3105. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.